Welcome to another edition of the Black and Gold Daily Blitz. The post-Patriots pre-Thursday night Browns edition. Uh, I'm Adam Kahn at AJKahn95. He is Joel J. Alexander. Uh, I am tired, man. I'm tired. My golf game stinks. Truth be told, I didn't get to see much of the game last Sunday. Uh, but... I was going to say again, we are an old married couple, but we are in agreement, I think, up to this point in the early season. Um, Steelers aren't very good right now. You, you know, I listen, I don't think my expectations were that high going into this year. And the, the, the R word nobody wants to talk about. I think they're in year two uh, of a complete rebuild. I don't think they want to admit it. Either that or they're completely lying to themselves when they look in the mirror. Uh, I know people are upset. I know they're mad at Matt Canada, which I think is completely warranted. Uh, people are really mad at Mitch Trubisky, which might be warranted. Um, but I guess I'm a little thrown off by where the fan base's expectations were. Uh, knowing, knowing what we had ingredient-wise going into this year, I'm just surprised. You know, uh, Vegas isn't surprised, apparently. So the Steelers were a home dog, um, which was rare. And the Steelers generally have generally have a very good record against the spread. They're and now tomorrow, tomorrow night. They're road dogs. They're road dogs. Uh, you know, I yeah. Spe- by the way, speaking of dogs, uh, uh, we're sponsored by BetUS.com. Um, join now, get 125% bonus or 200% bonus with crypto. Uh, use a promo code DSP125 uh, or DSP200 for crypto. Bet sports, earn money, bet money, win money, bet US. Had to get that in there. See, I told you I was tired, man. I forgot to do that in the opener. Anyway, yeah, 5.5, five five and a half point dogs on the road against an equally struggling uh, team. I, you know, I'd say, you know, like Rodney Dangerfield, you know, we don't get no respect, but <laughs> I guess. We, we haven't earned it. So, no. you know, the rebuilding, I'll say it, rebuilding word. I don't think we're rebuilding. I think I think that is a term used for when you overhaul the franchise. And, and it doesn't just mean quarterback because this team was on a, a slow decline as Roethlisberger aged the last couple of years. But the talent in other positions has remained uh, steady, if not strong, and has gotten younger. Uh, other than the defensive line, which is a, still one of the better units, <clears throat> but in all other areas, they have remained youthful uh, and with promise, and particularly at the right wide receiver position, which makes us all the more frustrating, right? So I think uh, that the Patriots game was and the Bengals game was more symptomatic of a philosophy than it is necessarily an individual. I'm not saying Trubisky is without fault. Uh, I'm not saying that it couldn't be more flashy. He couldn't take more chances. All of the, all of those things are true, but this, this philosophy of the short passing game was initially created for Roethlisberger who was declining in the pocket. He could still make the throws, but he had to get rid of the ball faster. Uh, and so that 
not being an issue in theory, why are the plays being, why is this a, why is nothing changed from a, from an offensive strate- uh, st- uh, strategy point of view? Well, you know, I think tomorrow night, Thursday night, we're recording on Wednesday. Uh, I think tomorrow night we're, Matt, Matt Canada, without a doubt, is on the hot seat. I mean, he is on the Budweiser hot seat. Um, you know, Tomlin says he doesn't hear the noise, but uh, I think it will be loud. If if we go into Cleveland and uh, lose badly uh, or, or lose because it's obviously that the, the play calling is bad, I think that Canada is in trouble. Uh, will they replace him? In the middle of the year, I don't know. Um, you know, the fan base is mad at Mitch Trubisky. I saw a little bit of tape posted by Ryan Clark where George Pickens was clearly open down the field. He threw an underneath route. Um, you know, there were so many times in the game where it was third and eight. He threw the ball two, three yards. Everything was behind the sticks, hoping that the wide receiver or the running back would make a play. Um yeah, that can't continue to happen. And the stories That's of Mitch Trubisky, you know, of him saying he doesn't know if he has the power or the authority to audible. Yeah, that to me just looks terrible on on everybody's part. If that isn't indeed true, which you would hope it isn't, but if it's true, that's ridiculous. Uh, and I think it's ridiculous that as a you know sixty year quarterback. Um, he doesn't have the confidence or the uh, cojones to to make that call and and audible and see something like down that downfield. You know, he's not going to get many more any more chances probably as a starting quarterback in the NFL. So I don't know why he would not be just out there slinging it, chucking it, um, and and really putting it all out there because. Let's face it, this is his second chance. A lot of people don't get two chances to be a starting NFL quarterback. He's gotten a second chance based on his second, you know, second pick in the draft pedigree. Um, but I, I'm shocked. It, I don't think it's a good reflection on him to say he doesn't know if he has the authority to autumn. Um, I, I think that's where, as a fan, I'm frustrated with Mitch Trubisky. Isn't that amazing? Uh, Tomlin was one of the things that Tomlin said he liked about him being he had that franchise quarterback uh, experience, so to speak. Right. And isn't that amazing how how quickly that faded into uh, the a quarterback controversy, which you know, like it or not, is is brewing. It's not there, but it's brewing. Um, you know, I was watching it. You know, listen, in the first game, he made the plays when he had to. In the second game. Um, he, he didn't, um, but he also didn't get the ball back, right? You know, the Steelers defense had been out there all game and Bill Belichick was able to run the clock out, which was very frustrating to watch to see our defense just get run when, when they knew that they were going to absolutely run the ball to, to run out the clock, they couldn't make a stop. So Mitch didn't get that, uh, opportunity to win the game. And it was a winnable game. And the the gunner fumble uh, off the punt, certainly, I don't think he's faced enough harsh criticism for that because that was an absolute turning point. Uh, but this chuck the ball three, four yards and hope a, a 
an offensive weapon makes a play, uh, that that's got to stop. They have got to go into Cleveland tomorrow night, and they got to put the ball downfield and stretch the defense. Uh, New England had two, three drives in that fourth quarter. The first was four minutes. The last was six and a half minutes. Uh, I mean, that's two thirds of your quarter right there. And they had another one in there for a minute and a half. So, you know, they had the ball for nearly 12 minutes uh, in that quarter. The Steelers had a drive of two, almost three minutes, one minute, one and a half minute. I mean, yeah. So New England did a good, good job of, of, playing keep away uh and and that you know the defense the defense didn't break though i mean like it, it's hard to i know you're not putting it on them it's but they did what they had to do you hold a team to 17 points you should win a game um yep. 5.1 yards per attempt uh last in the league uh 29th in quarterback rating uh trubisky is uh Najee's averaging 2.9 yards per carry um yeah, Trubisky under 60% of his throws. And, and so all of these, it's all valid. Uh, but I still come back to, to the philosophy in Matt Canada. And man, Tim, I really hope you can get access to that uh, uh, Snoop Dogg tweet, which actually wasn't about uh, Matt Canada. It was actually from 2014 when Todd Haley was the coordinator. But it's been it's been brought up again this week. Uh, when Snoop's ragging on uh, the offensive coordinator, who he doesn't name by name, uh, but he does reference Coach Tomlin. He says, fire, well, hopefully right. he'll play. Um, so, and it's, again, it, it goes without saying. So the philosophy with Roethlisberger was short passing game because he can't move. And now you have three quarterbacks, in theory, on the roster that can move, and nothing's changed. Um I don't think this is a Trubisky problem. And if it is a Trubisky problem, then he shouldn't be starting anyway. So, yeah, he may or may not be taking enough chances in certain single coverage situations. Um, but clearly the play calls are being designed where the first look is short. Uh, uh, 20, oh, gosh, what was it? I just saw it. Hang on. Please hold. Your call's important to us. Um, 71 pass attempts. Uh, 10 of those have traveled just over 20 yards and 15 of those have been at or behind the line of scrimmage. That's unbelievable. I mean, that's just, that's, <laughs> these, that's unbelievable. These terrible stats, man. Terrible stats. And is this I, the NFL? I mean, is this not the NFL? And I still don't blame him yet. Yeah. Yet. Uh, you know, we'll get there. Listen, if it's 14 to three at halftime, A, we should be without a, an offensive coordinator for the second half. And B, there should be a new quarterback in the second half. Uh, so that brings up the that brings up the Browns, who are for all different kinds of reasons, just shitting down their own leg. Um <laughs> I mean, the they could only the Browns could only lose the way the Browns lost. I it it's it's comical. And yet they're five point five, five and a half exactly. point favorites. So you give three three points of that is home field advantage, but that's still uh, a point and a half to two points of they just see the Browns as the better team. Um, mm -hmm. What did, hey, what did it open at? Do you remember? You know, I want to say I saw three and a half at one point. Uh, I've seen it basically 
everywhere between three and a half and five and a half, um, right. which, you know, with Jacoby Brissett as their quarterback, I think that's a pretty bad indictment of, uh, and I want to say the over is in the high thirties, you know? So, so nobody thinks that, you know, this is going to be a, you know, offensive juggernaut kind of game where it's just this back and forth. Um, you know, the Steelers defense obviously lights out the, the Steelers defense, although in the fourth quarter, they, they allowed, uh, New England to run on them. That makes me a little nervous with the two running backs that, that Cleveland, you know, Nick Chubb and, um, you know, the guy from Kansas city, the, the, those two guys, but man, uh, it, it, I don't know. You know, I don't know that you can yank Trubisky in the middle of this game because it's going to be a hostile environment. Um, if they get down early, is it really worth, and, you know, maybe many people will disagree with me on this, but, you know, you've got to gotta think about when is the right time to put Kenny Pickett in. This Don't might know, be, maybe this, this might is be the right game, though. This might be the right this game. But first be. of all, they're on the road, so there's not the home. Well, actually, you know what? And this is probably the only instance where a rookie quarterback would have would feel comfortable at home since he's played there for five years uh, prior. Um, the the Browns are going to be without Clowney, Jadavian Clowney this week, and Garrett. Uh, I don't. He's a he's a neck injury. He's a neck injury. He's going to play, but yeah. but light on practice. Um, and so you know you double Garrett. Without Clowney there, you go down the depth chart. In theory, that 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 should help. Uh, Trubisky did not uh, got, only got sacked one time against the Bengals. Got sacked three times against the Patriots. I, I guess my concern isn't so much. Listen, for, uh, fourteen points last week. I mean that's that's a concern, right? It's not even, it's not even about getting the the field position game with 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 the sacks. It's just about moving the ball. It just uh, push push downfield a little bit. Listen, the Browns got lit up by Joe Flacco. I mean, if you can't, if you cannot, like, what what's the standard, right? That, that's that got to be the bar, right? That's as, almost about as low as you go. Like, you know, Joe Flacco's not, that's got to be the bar. Would you take Joe Flacco over Mitch Trubisky right now? <laughs> no. Here's another I, question for you. Would I, you take, would you take Jimmy Garoppolo over Mitch Trubisky right now? I would. Uh, in a Hands down. Yeah. That's that's not even a, you know, and that's where maybe you could make the argument, you know, did the Steelers do themselves a disservice by going free agency and make, maybe taking a, a lower pedigree quarterback versus trading a fifth or sixth round pick and getting Garoppolo? I don't know. Uh, hindsight's 2020, you know, but, you know, I, I just, they're in a jam now because Trubisky doesn't look great. He doesn't look good. Um, but I don't think they're a very good team. And so I, I just, I think you got to wait a little while longer with Kenny Pickett. I'm sure people disagree with me on that. Um, before you throw him to the wolves, I, I think you got to give it a couple more games. Um, but we'll see what yeah, I, I, I we'll see what happens. The the, the schedule doesn't. Allow, this is the if you're looking at. I, I know this is not how coaches think, um, but you know the Browns this week 
and then the Jets at home next week. And after that, it's the, it's the Bills, it's Tampa, it's Miami, it's Philadelphia. Uh, New Orleans is as good as it's going to get in that in that stretch of games. And then you have Cincinnati right after that. So if you're going to do it, you got to do it either this game or next. I, at least, you know, get your feet wet against a lesser caliber there, opposition. You know, I hear that argument. There, there, there may be no good time. Um, my, my biggest thing with Kenny Pickett is his confidence and uh, knowing that, you know, what, what do you do if he completely flops? I mean, if he completely flops, now what? You throw in Mason, you know? Uh that that's my only point. I don't think this is a playoff team, regardless. Uh, you know, Kenny right, could so throw for three hundred yards a game. I just don't think this is a playoff game, playoff team. Give it a few more weeks. Let the offensive line get more cohesive. Then you put them in there. Um, Would you be saying that if T.J. Watt were were healthy and still you know doing studly things on defense because? What about this team, other than Matt Canada and and some questionable play by Trubisky? What other aspect of this team don't you think makes this a playoff team? Well, I, I don't think the secondary is elite. It never has been. Um, whoever scouts our wide receivers should run for public office, and whoever scouts our corners shouldn't be scouting. Um I I don't think the secondary is elite. I think you have Minka out there. He's elite, but then the the, the rest of the the guys back there are are second rate. Um, Damn, I Cam think Sutton. that I think Cam Sutton has been great. I, I do think he's he's really a Swiss Army knife of a corner, and he has been good. But I, I, they don't have an elite corner, and and I think that that's going to be a challenge this year. Um, the biggest thing to me is the offensive line and they have been blocking fairly well for, for Trubisky, but they cannot open up holes for Harris. And my only point there is you're, you know, you get a rookie in there. You want to have a good running game to, to get that rookie in, you know, third and three, third and two, third and short. I don't see us in a lot of third and short with this offensive line. And so, um, again, it's, I, I get it. It's a matter of when, when do you throw Kenny in there to take his lumps? Um, I would just wait a little while longer. Again, I know that may not be popular, but I just don't think Kenny's coming in this year and winning 15 games. I, I just don't. And it's not his fault. I, I think you got to invest heavily in the offensive line, uh, through the draft through, through free agency. And I think we're a year away from that even being a remote possibility of having a good offensive line. And so why I'm not saying don't put Kenny in this year. I'm just saying, I don't think you put in Kenny this week and maybe not next week. That's kind of what this I'm is. This is, this is a bad counterpoint only because I'm referencing just a single play. I saw a still photo of the first play of the game um, where the line clearly makes like a U-shaped hole. I mean, they, they they got their push forward on the very first play of the game, and you see Najee bouncing outside. 
Now it remind that there's a little bit of a Trent Richardson reference back in there because years ago there there were constantly yeah. photos yeah. of Richardson yeah. passing up yeah. gaps. Now yeah. again, one play and listen, we've seen Najee run very effective last last season. Yeah, I'm I'm not ragging on him. I'm just saying that you know this team. This actually kind of maybe proves your point a little bit more. This team isn't necessarily good enough to do that enough to where you don't notice those kind of things like those. Those plays and Tomlin even referenced it in his press conference. Um, you know, a dropped interception here, a fumbled pun here. Uh, but it was only like three or four examples. And you can, good teams can overcome those three or four examples. You, you shouldn't have to play 90% to your ability every single game. The good teams can still win if they played at 65%. Um, you know, the one on, thing on, that on, I on, think- on an off week. You know, the, the one thing that to me doesn't get enough, that, that just did not get enough publicity really after the game, Tomlin just can't beat Belichick. I mean, he can't do it. And if, you, if you're sitting there looking at that game, it's 17-14. I think there were seven minutes left, six minutes left. I mean, they scored with you stack a, with the box and you stop the run. Make Mac Jones beat you. And by the way, everybody thinks that Mac Jones sucks. Mac Jones is an accurate quarterback. He he is accurate, and uh, he picked on Akello with a spoon. Although it was really a beautiful catch, but uh, you know, Mac Jones, I think, is an accurate quarterback that can chuck it and hit a receiver in stride. Uh, I. I but but for them, for no one to just, you know, Tomlin can't beat Belichick. He just can't beat him. And it, it blows me away that that's not more of the story. I think Belichick's 9-3 and three versus Tomlin. I, forgive me if he's 8-3, and three, but it's, it is so lopsided. And to me, okay, you know, I get it. Brady, greatest quarterback of all time, you know. False. You, 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 you're not – you're not going to have a winning record against Brady. But now you got Mac Jones in there, okay? <laughs> if in five years this thing isn't a little more on the 500 side and split, that tells me all I need to know about Mike Tomlin. Well, and and they're not rolling out Edelman or Gronk or, no. you know, like they, 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 Nelson Aguilar was their, their uh, uh, and Jacoby Myers were their two uh, leading receivers. Those names, you know, when we did the preview earlier uh, this week, uh, when uh, Jeff and I did it, like we were like, these guys aren't named. And it's the highest uh, the highest salary cap hit the Patriots have of receivers and tight ends combined this year uh, at the position. And you can't name anybody that's going to be in, in a Pro Bowl. Not that that's uh, standard anymore, but uh, they, these names aren't they never none of those names are in your top five or top 10 list in the league. So, yeah, how do you not game plan against that? I mean, you know, used to be that, you're right, used to be that Brady would pick apart that zone blitz, uh, and they were always one step ahead. And this time, they didn't even do that. They they just they just shoved it down our throat in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I, I, I'm optimistic. I think this, this spread going into Cleveland might be a little bit tilted towards just – Boy, the Steelers did not look good this past week, at least certainly not offensively. And I don't think Jacoby Bursett is a very good quarterback. I, I think if they can stop the run, the Steelers are in this game. 
But, well, that's the rub, isn't it? I mean, they're, they're averaging over 200 yards. Uh, they they got to stop. They got to stop Nick Chubb. Um, and and they got the Steelers, conversely, have got to throw down field. And, you know, Claypool was our deep threat last year. Where has that been? You know, Pickens is a deep threat. I'm just – it is really weird. Uh, you got a quarterback with a good, you know, he's got a good arm. Uh, it's a question of does he have confidence in that arm and does he have confidence with his accuracy? Um, you know, last year, I didn't think Ben had the arm. You know, last couple of years, Ben did not have the arm. It, it, it to me, was a, a noodle, um, really, is what it became. And that, that's what happens when you play in your late 30s. But, now it just seems like Trubisky. It's it's a and when you talk when I talk to my friends in Chicago, that was their issue with him is that he's just he doesn't have the confidence out there, uh, and he just looks confused, worried, scared, uh, rattled. Is the the you know the big thing uh, when I I was in Chicago for St. Patrick's Day last year, uh, early this year rather, and I was wearing a Steelers hoodie and and. People came up to me in Chicago and they're just like, how do you feel about Trubisky? And they were, they were giving me crap. They knew. Oh, I got a bear. Like, Here's our gift. We wrapped it for you. You went to Buffalo yeah. for a little. Uh, so I, I know I'm, listen, I, all I'm trying to say, I, <laughs> I don't know that this is a winnable situation in the next few weeks. <laughs> Let Mitch take the lumps. <laughs> and <laughs> let them take the lumps, baby, and then put 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 Kenny in when there's a, a few more home games and a little bit of a clearer path where he can build his confidence. And and uh, I mean, but, do, do, do listen, you do you care? For, I had lower expectations probably than a lot of people. That you know, I, I, I guess so. But do you care if they're three and five? No, actually, you don't. You've always been hoping for that early draft pick just to. But listen, now that, that now that they got their quarterback. Yeah. What else do you want them to do at this point? Like, so I know you loved it when uh, when the Colts went one and 15 or whatever and got Andrew Luck and that, you know, kind of rekindled uh, that that franchise. Sure. They got the quarter. They got the quarterback in theory that they want and that everyone's happy with. So what benefit? Does it, you know, you can still None. get a great offensive no, lineman. No, 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 no. I, I listen, they got their quarterback. I, I'm not an advocate of tanking. Uh, I, I was an advocate, uh, sort of of that when, uh, Ben got hurt a few years ago. Um, and I sometimes do question trading for Minka Fitzpatrick because I think they were staring down a, the barrel of a, you know, six and 10, five and 11 season. And guess who would have fallen in their lap? Justin Herbert. So we wouldn't be talking about all this stuff right now. I can tell you that. No, but, but Fitzpatrick is the number one pick that they've made. I mean, they essentially, he was only yeah. one year in the league. So be, be that as it may, we are, we have the cards that we have now. Um, I, I think they got their, I, I do think they have their quarterback. I mean, I, I, I think Kenny's going to be good. Uh, will he be great? I'm not sure. Um, but I think you take the next draft and you have to go heavy O-line and D-line. But you cannot keep putting out third, fourth, and fifth round draft picks. Receivers. <laughs> I, 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 on the offensive line is what I mean. You, you can't. Right, right, right. They, they, they have neglected it for far too long. And 
now that now they're paying the price for not stocking that freezer with some, you know, quality first, second, third, well, let's say first and second round picks. I mean, to me, that's where your talent is. Uh, All right. In the more immediate future, 90 seconds or less, uh, other than uh, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, is there anyone in Cleveland that that the Steelers should worry about tomorrow night? I mean, Amari Cooper's there now, right? Yeah, but are you worried about him? Listen, as long as they don't put Witherspoon on him, I, I think Cam Sutton can handle it. Yeah, listen, I like Witherspoon. I, I Witherspoon made tried to make a play on that ball, and it just – he was in tight coverage. He did not get blown off. He just the, – the wide receiver made a better play on the ball than Witherspoon did. That's fine, um, but he is now yeah. 0 for 2 in, in game-altering plays. This is true. This is true. So, um, I, you know, I'd say, you know, the, the, the tight ends can play a role there. They go in a lot of t- two tight end sets. Um, I'm again, I'm not worried about Jacoby Brissett beating the Steelers. It's I agree. It's they have a good O line and they have two great running backs. And so, well, right. And, and of course, the week prior to this game, New England gave them all the film they need to cram exactly. it down their throat. The, so. But, you know, in fairness, in fairness there, it was the fourth quarter. It was late in the fourth quarter, and they had been on the field. You know, that defense had been on the field all day long because of our buddy, Canada. <laughs> oh, and Canada. And his – and his, I mean, he – it was three and out, three and out, you know, a couple first downs, three and out. I mean, he puts that defense – out there all game long and that's what's got to stop well i look forward to the day where a they win a game walking away and that you and i disagree on something more passionately where we we're not there yet get at get at each other's throats we aren't there yet Uh, we will all right hopefully uh sooner than later we'll have a post-game knee-jerk reaction those are always more fun uh i believe the only text i got from you uh, on Sunday was Canada sucks. So, so, you know, we don't disagree yet a- anyway. Yeah. And, and Snoop agrees, except that's referencing. But here's the question. Team. Who do yeah. you put out there? If they, fi- if they fire Canada mid season, <laughs> uh, receivers coach, man, they always seem to have good receivers. I don't I know, mean, man. I think you gotta, you know, I remember hearing somebody say when they hired him or promote, they promoted him from within and they promoted him with from within after Randy Feekner became the fall guy. And the person said, all you're doing is taking somebody from within the same system and bumping them up a notch. And you're taking somebody with absolutely no NFL experience at the offensive coordinator level and putting them in that exact situation. I would seriously hope that if they do dump Canada, that they go from way outside of the organization and they find somebody with some real pedigree. Uh, because it's been, been a while. I, I, I think you got to go back to the Haley years when they, you know, a lot of, he took a lot of heat, but. Well, he was still he more. He was, yeah, he was more effective anyway. Uh, Frisman Jackson is 14 years experience as a wide receivers coach. 
maybe he get and you're not going to hire anyone outside of midseason. So you, you gotta, right. you're right. No, you, you gotta, I, you're not. You're right. You're, you're going to just have to put somebody in there who's sitting in, in one of those, you know, wide receivers coach, whatever, quarterbacks coach, whatever. But yeah, next year, if I mean, do you really think Canada is going to make this into a juggernaut offense this year? It's, he's just not. I just don't see it happening. So, well, so gotta, again, so then that's, I guess that's then, then why, then why Trubisky at this point? I mean, you know, cause that at that point you're playing it safe. So. Yeah. That, hey, hey, you're, listen, you're right. At some point you got to put Kenny in. Uh, I just think you got to give it a little more time, you know? Well, I, hey, listen, and I think Trubisky is the right call. Don't, don't misunderstand. I just don't understand why it's the same philosophy. You have you have you have different players under center now, and they're younger, and they they have a stronger arms, and they can move better. So use that to your advantage. And if and if that if that at that point Trubisky doesn't doesn't run the offense well, absolutely get him out of there. And on that note, we're getting out of here. He is Joel J. I'm Adam Con at AJ Con ninety five. This is the Black and Gold Daily Brits Daily Blitz. Brought to you by DSP Media Online and sponsored by BetUS.com. Thank you very much. We will see you soon, hopefully after the dub. Thank you, Joel. Thank you.